window locked, February 1950. Oh God, what happened? Where am I? Sorry, Catherine, you didn't give me any choice. I pushed you through the portal. You're not in 2013 anymore. This is 1950. This is Tallington. Oh, Eugene, what have you done now? Eugene Mead? I'm Mary Tarn, MI5. You need to come with me. You have some questions to answer relating to the disappearance of Gerard Fry. We Are Not Alone presents Tallington. Episode 2, The Disappearance of Gerard Fry. My name is Catherine Wilder. I'm being held a prisoner against my will. No, unnecessary. I wouldn't be held prisoner from choice. Start again. My name is Catherine Wilder. I'm being held a prisoner. According to my captors, I've been kidnapped from my home in 2013 through a portal in time to 1950. Did I mention I'm a journalist? No way, I'm starting again. We'll fix it in the next draft. Typewriters make editing so tedious. My captors are either deluded or playing an elaborate practical joke. The facility here is apparently deep underground. Many of the walls are hewn from solid stone. Facilities are basic. I am held in a small room. Contents? One metal-framed bed with mattress, brought in by a janitor, thin and suspiciously stained. And the mattress was no better. Sheet? Inadequate. Three-drawer desk with typewriter, apparently antique. Tray marked in, half-filled with blank paper. Door is kept locked. Strange misshapen woman periodically brings meals on trays. No idea what time it is, but last visit, I think, was breakfast. Strange greasy substance on bread and something round in tinfoil called a wagon wheel, which I use to level the desk. Only other visitor is Eugene Mead, the man who abducted me. In case you hadn't noticed, I'm ignoring you! It's me, Eugene. Yes! Hang on. Come in. Are you going to hit me again? What do you mean? Like last time. You're not going to hit me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, I'm coming in then. Ow! Ow! Stop it! Ow! Stop it! Please stop! Ow! Are you finished? No. Ow! Ow! Let me go! I can't do that. Let me have it. Ow! I I mean, give me the tray. I want to speak to whoever is in charge. I wouldn't recommend that. She'll want you killed. Now, look, I'm being reasonable. Reasonable? Reasonable is not locking me in a stone cell. Reasonable is not feeding me bizarre food. Reasonable is not taking me away from my friends. You don't have any friends. I checked. There's Simon. Tortoises don't count. And snooping on me is not reasonable. Trust is built on a two-way sharing of information. Fine. Ask me anything you like. Where am I? That's classified. Who are you? Classified. And what is this on the toast? Or is that classified too? No, it's dripping. This is fat. On toast? Yes. You're trying to kill me from cholesterol poisoning. That is not reasonable. I know what this is. It's extraordinary rendition. Thank you very much. Take me home. I can't do that. I don't have a spare room. My home, not your home. Oh, I see. I'm not negotiating with kidnappers. I'm not a kidnapper. And I'm not negotiating. My newspaper won't give you money. I know. 
bastards. You asked them. I can't believe you asked them. I can't believe they said no. I am not helping you. You lock me in here. All I have to do is listen to the creaking and groaning of the building. I am not going to be a victim of Stockhausen syndrome. I need to ask you something. I'm not telling you anything. You can torture me. I don't want to torture you. I don't care. Torture me anyway. Uh, You remember back in the future, I may have mentioned a chap called Fry. Uh, Did I mention what happened to him? You killed him. Uh, Killed is a strong word. Did I say killed? I I didn't really kill him as such. I mean, when you're asked about what happened, it would really help my case if you didn't mention that bit. It would really help. Get lost. I mean, it's just that I might not actually have done it. And if you go around saying I did do it... You know how sometimes you just say things? If there's anything you want... No. No, I can't think of anything. Oh, wait. Yes, I can. I want to go home. Thank you for coming, Eugene. I have a few questions for you. This is Mrs Charm. Miss Charm. Miss Charm. This is Miss Charm. Hello. Take a seat, Mr Mead. Dr Mead. Mr Mead. Mr. Oh. Marjorie, please wait outside the room. What? Outside the room. What, here? What are you doing? I'm outside the room. I meant with the door shut. How's this? Better. Mr Mead, Mr Fry has disappeared. Our last record is of him entering the base five days ago. Only 20 people were on duty. You were one of them. If this is about the expense claims, I can explain. Marjorie, are you listening at the keyhole? Yes. Can you not, please? Okay. Eugene, I need your help. When did you last see Mr Fry? Five days ago. Where? Am I allowed a lawyer present? Or my mother? She's been dead ten years. I can wait. Did you have any problems working with Mr Fry at all? No, none at all. You didn't find your working relationship difficult? Uh, No, there was nothing wrong with our working relationship. Even though Mr Fry reported it as being fractious. And that you were only interested in furthering your own narrow views and obsessed with the inner workings of the computer. No, that's a complete surprise to me. Have you ever heard of someone called Christopher Larkin? No. I want to play a game. I'll be honest. I don't think you killed Fry. I don't think a spineless buffoon like you has it in him. But you don't want to lie to me. Think about the consequences of what that would do to you. I might reach the conclusion you did kill him. So how about... When I know that the answer you've given me isn't the one I already know, I ask the question again. You want me to tell you whether or not you already know the answer? No. I'll ask the question, and if you don't give me the answer I already know, I ask the question again. Got it? Okay. Have you ever heard of Christopher Larkin? Have I ever heard of Christopher Larkin? What? I I ask the question that you already know? No. I ask the question, and if you give the wrong answer, I ask the question again. Clear? I think so. Right. Have you ever heard of Christopher Larkin? No. Have you ever heard of Christopher Larkin? Yes.
kill Gerard Fry? No. Did you kill Gerard Fry? I've been here for two days. However, my imprisoners hadn't reckoned on my keen journalistic instincts. I've worked out that by plugging the Bakelite telephone on my desk into the wall socket, I'm able to get access to the Tallington internal telephone system, or TITS for short. No giggling. This is a more innocent age. Hello, TITS. <laughs> Can you tell me the number for Eugene Mead, please? I'm sorry, that's classified. <laughs> Never mind. Extension 406, then, please. Hello, heavy plant. Ah, heavy plant. Uh, do you have a phone directory? No, putting you through to stationery, please hold. Uh, no, wait. Hello, at room 776. Hello, are you stationary? No, I'm relatively mobile for my age. Oh, my misunderstanding. This is storage for old jokes. I'll redirect you. Hello, stationary. Do you have any phone books? Internal or external? Internal. Oh, you want internal stationary? Hello, room 78. Do you have any phone books? Internal or external? Internal. Well, if I had a shilling for every time we get asked that, I could go to the pictures. Actually, I think I will anyway. You only live once. Or is that cats? You want printing? Printing here. Sylvia speaking. Do you have an internal phone directory? How many do you want? Just one. They come in boxes of 50. I don't suppose you could just look up a number for me. You'll need a form four. What's a form for? For filling in, dear. Uh, look, you sound like a nice girl. I'll do you a favour. What number did you want? Mead. M-E-A-D. No, these are listed numerically. You tell me what number you want and I'll give you the name. What's the point in that? Well, how else do you do it? Uh, look, give me the name again and I'll see if I can find him. Mead. Eugene Mead. Eugene Mead. Oh, he's ex-directory. Well, thank you. What do you want to talk to him for, anyway? Oh, nothing much. The things I could tell you about him. Thanks. Bye. Oh, I could tell you some stories. That's great, thanks. All about the original Tallington project. I'm in a bit of a hurry, actually. I mean, it's just as well you're not a journalist or something. I'd spill the beans. Oh? Did you say your name was Sylvia? During the war, I learned many things about men's breaking point, Mr Mead. I learned how to make a grown man beg for mercy using only an egg timer and a whisk. And I never needed to use the whisk. I filed these techniques away in my head under titles of Earth, Air, Fire and Water. There are many techniques listed as water, Mr Mead. They range from Chinese water torture to waterboarding. I always suspected surfing was really a form of punishment. I have something different planned for you today. The water's boiling, Eugene. No, please, I'll tell you. I'll tell you anything. There's a good boy, Eugene. Tell nice Miss Charm and I'll make you a cup of tea. Yes, yes, just let me have some tea. Anything for tea. No, you you haven't warmed the pot. Just one spoon of tea in the pot? No, no, one for the pot. Eugene, was Mr Fry known to you before you started work at Tallington? No. No spoonful for the pot? He he wasn't part of the original project. Uh, Not back in 43. What happened in 1943, Eugene? What happened? I can't tell you that. Shall I pour? No, three minutes. It should brew for three minutes. 
I'm pouring. Uh, there's no milk in the cup. No, wait, wait, all right, all right, I'll tell you. Uh, original Talington project. Uh, accident in an aerodynamic test facility. Air conditioning kept shorting out. Had been for years. Uh, one day, something in the wind tunnel disappeared for six hours. Uh, tried to make it more reliable. Helped the war effort, but it went wrong. We lost two people. Marjorie's husband, Peter, and a man called Bennett. A teapotted history. Excellent. I see. And Mr. Fry had no involvement in the old project. No, he set up this version of it. Do you know why he set up this new one? No. Let's try again, then. Did you kill Gerard Fry? No. Was Mr. Fry known to you before the project started? Oh, for God's sake. Yes, yes, he was. Just put the milk in the cup. Was it him who recruited you back into the new Tallington? No. Eugene. It wasn't, all right. It was Marjorie. I see. And where were you working at the time? The Government Atomic Energy Research Institute. Put the milk in. We interrupt this sequence to inform listeners in patronising tones that the following exchange is a newfangled flashback showing events that took place before their sequential place within the story. Although in its experimental stages, we are confident that this sort of thing will catch on, and that listeners will soon be enjoying flashbacks in their personal lives. From now on, we will be signalling flashbacks with the following sound. Time window locked, September 1949. Think it over, Eugene. It's a good offer. Marjorie, no way. Eugene. Look, it's very simple. Last time we risked our lives. Two of us died, for God's sake. This is pioneering stuff. You know, we're all older, wiser, the war is over. We can make it work this time. You can make it work, Eugene. Well, well, I admire your optimism. I admire it. I don't share it. I mean, the conditions need to be perfect, stable. You'd have to practically build the thing down a mine. We have built it down a mine. What? Down a mine? I'm not going down a bloody mine. It'll be filthy. In any case, it has to be cold. Otherwise, it won't work. We've done the calculations. An ambient temperature of 46 Fahrenheit. 46 Fahrenheit? I'm not working at 46 degrees. It's flipping freezing. Anyway, it would take tens of thousands to make it work. Tens of thousands of pounds. We have tens of thousands. Hundreds and thousands. What do you want? A time machine or an ice cream van? No. The answer's no. What else are you going to do, Eugene? I have a career. A, a good job with, with real people, real responsibilities, r- real money. No. It's my final word. Unlimited resources, Eugene. I'm appreciated here. My opinions are taken seriously. I don't expect you to understand. It matters what I do. It matters. Thank you for your report, Dr Mead. You're making some pretty serious allegations here. I mean, obviously, this being the Atomic Energy Research Institute, we have to take these things very seriously. Very seriously indeed. So, naturally, we have some further comments. Of course. There's a missing apostrophe in paragraph three. It's difficult to take seriously. With these typographical errors. Uh, But the conclusion, my findings are very important. They must be taken seriously. Hmm. We can't do just what you ask. We're running a nuclear reactor here. You do understand. There are consequences. And what about the consequences if my recommendations aren't carried out? Can we be clear? You're recommending the use of two-ply toilet tissue. Yes, I think this is critical for morale. You need to recognise we don't have unlimited resources. This is a whopping 100% increase in tissue thickness. There is a real danger here that things will break under the strain. 
If the bottom drops out of it, you'll be left with dirty hands. Well, the report seems to cut out halfway through. How do you mean? Well, it just stops at the bottom. I mean, it's just a single sheet. But the second page? Second page? Ah. Well, this puts a different perspective on things. So, the conclusion. Wait! I think I've got it. Use both sides of the paper. Half the consumption. A 50% saving with no performance loss. Thank you, Dr Mead, for bringing this to our attention. I'll make sure you get the credit for this one. We'll be putting you forward for an innovation award. Uh, It'll be next year now, though. Next year? Well, yes. I mean, it's not like we've got a time machine. Hello? Marjorie down? Marjorie, it's Eugene. I'm in. Well, there you have it. We hope you enjoyed the flashback. We are now returning you to the regular scheduled sequence of events. Go away! You are Catherine. I know! I am Ruby. I am scientist, time traveller, adventurer, lover, fighter. And what do you do in your spare time? Billericke Scrabble Champion, 1948. I am here instead of Eugene. He said you hit him many times on the head. He exaggerates. You hit me and I snap your neck like twig. I demand you let me free. Okay. I can go. Anywhere in compound. Cigarette? Do you have a light? No smoking in compound. I show you around. I will look after you. Show ropes. There are many exciting and romantic places. This, industrial laundry. Down there, industrial canteen. Romantic. Is there anything that doesn't have the word industrial in it? Down there, communal showers. Now, I warn you, when time is up, I'll lock you up again. You resist, and I will have to use a powerful, sedative drug I carry at all times. Then you'll have to use your drug. I'm not returning to that awful little cell. It doesn't have a hairdryer. Very well. Ow! You just hit me on the head. I lie about drug. Come quietly, or next I kick you in kneecaps. I demand to see whoever is in charge. You want to speak to Marjorie Down? She is Looney Jones. I'm sure. I want to speak to Marjorie Down. Do you recognise any of the objects in these reports? No. Are you a superstitious man, Mr Mead? No. In my hand I have an umbrella. Did you kill Gerard Fry? No. Shall I put it up? Not indoors. Then let me refresh your memory. An iron nail in a block of rock, a spark plug inside a geode, and the locations of the discoveries match the logs from the time machine. Did you place these artefacts for Mr Fry? Eugene? No. No. I think you did. The only oddity is this stone hammer. Do you know anything about this? Or... Shall I make you walk under this ladder? No! Portal open. Time window locked. April 3rd, 1949. Mr Fry, Mr Fry. Professor, I'm just about to go in to see the minister. Can it wait? There's another report, Mr Fry. I I can't think how I missed it. I think you'd be hard-pressed to beat the spark plug found embedded in a rock. Here we are. Uh, London, Texas. uh, Found in a a creek bed in 1936. A miner's hammer. What? Embedded in a rock. About 300 million years old. An odd one, yes? Yes. Yes, that is most curious. Not one I recognise. 
I don't recognize it at all. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. So we cannot trace the hammer. Never mind. Let us move back to Mr. Fry. When did you first meet Mr. Fry? Was it before Tallington? Eugene? I never met him before Tallington. Time window locked. October 1949. Hmm. Hmm. Strange man following. Probably just a coincidence. Just go up this road. Hopefully be someone else up here. Ah, still coming. Not to worry. Expect he lives up this way. Uh, what if I cross over and go back the other way? Oh, bollocks. Oh, bollocks. Got you. I'm sorry. Very careless of me. I nearly got blood all over your nice clean knife. I was wondering, old boy, if you'd mind handing over all your money. I don't have a lot on me. W would you take a cheque? Eugene. I mean, all of you. You know my name. Or shall I call you Christopher Larkin? What? I, I don't know what you're talking no? about. No? My name is Fry. You're going to be seeing a lot of me in your new job in Tallington. You see, I'm the boss. I run the joint, to use a ghastly Americanism. Oh, I'm terrible, aren't I? Cigarette? What do you want? Funny, what with you making a bit of money in the war. Funny you don't know someone like uh, Christopher Larkin. Apparently made a lot of money out of supposedly bombed property. You see, he bought it for knockdown prices. Contacts in the ministry, so they say. And then claimed from the government for them to be rebuilt. Very community-minded, you might think. Only they weren't knocked down. It seems the bombs had miraculously left them undamaged. Funny. Nothing to do with me. Oh, I think I can prove that he is. I can ruin you in an instant. There's nothing people hate as much as someone who profited out of the war illegally, Eugene. What do you want? Like I said, all your money, all your ill-gotten gains. I've got a time machine to pay for. Would you believe it? They're bloody expensive. On the plus side, Mr Christopher Larkin is going to become suddenly even wealthier. i got a few schemes running. I need you to shelter some money for me. No questions asked. Where is... No questions asked. Right, right, but how... No questions asked. No, I understand, but... No questions! Oh, I hardly need say. Not a mention of this to the Tallington people. They don't need to know who pays the bills. All right, not a question then, but I assume... And no assumptions. Right. See you in the morning, Dr. Mead. Nice to have met you. Time window locked, July 1950. Jack! Jack! Oh, for God's sake, Jack, the temperature's too high. Shut it down! Shut... Never mind, I'll come down there. Does it work? Work? Well... 
yes, if you call leaking water at a gallon a second working, then yes, it's just tickety-boo. Oh, since you're here, can we get some bloody radios, please? I'm a physicist, not a town crier. Fix it. When it's working, I want you to position these things at these times on these papers. What the hell? Hot? A nail? And what the hell is that? Just do it, will you? Have you seen a stone hammer around here? What's a stone hammer? Forget it. I, I meant to tell you. Have you thought about souping up your computer a bit? What do you call it? Mavis, isn't it? You know, if it read back the answers from a future version of itself in, say, uh, 2020, it'd have 70 years to work each answer out. How about that, eh? Think what you could do with that. I reckon Jack down there could get it responding to speech with all that to play with. Oh, and uh, get rid of this for me, will you? Carrying it around with me for months. What is it? A candle snuffer. Anywhere in particular? Use your imagination. Right. Right. So, Mr. Fry, why exactly do you want an iron nail thrown into a lake 300 million years in the past? Oh, uh, where did that paperclip go? Fry up to? I don't know. I think you do. Wouldn't it be terrible if this salt got spilt everywhere and there was no one around to throw it over their shoulder? Are you insane? Perhaps. A little. You do want to please me, don't you, Eugene? Nice Eugene. Tell me. Look, he used to use the machine all the time. I can get you a list of all the journeys. Uh, Mavis logs the whole lot. I'll get you anything. Anything you want. Anything. Anything. Oh, Eugene. That is music to my ears, because there is something, Eugene, something that none of the others must ever know about. Come in. I bring prisoner. I didn't ask to see the prisoner. She asked to see manager. This is a secret government base, not a branch of Butlins. Hello, Marjorie. There's something I'd like to discuss. And also, I go on time mission. What? No. It is time for me to go on mission through the portal. You say yourself you want more people to go. No, go away. I have training. I was saboteur during the war. You, a saboteur? I blew up factory. It was the factory you were working in. It helped the war effort. It was in Chelmsford. But it made very sloppy goods. Please. No, get out. Go. And what do you want? I'm very busy. I think you should know. I know all about Tellington. And I have some information that you might be interested in. And also, I'm a journalist, and I might be missed. A journalist? Missed? I expect 1950 will be the first place they look, too. I want to go back to 2013. I'll call a cab, shall I? Do you want this information or not? Nope. Eugene Mead killed Gerard Fry. I don't care. Say that again. Eugene Mead killed Gerard Fry. Marjorie? What do you mean, bursting in here like this? I'm conducting an investigation. I want some time with my employee. No. What do you mean, no? No. I mean, no. This is a government matter. You will comply with my instructions. You are just an administrator, whereas I am an MI5 case officer. So I suggest you get on with your administering. Oh, it's a security services matter? Yes. And I'm an administrator? Yes. Then you'll have completed the NK23. The what? The NK23 instruction to a facility administrator to release a government employee to the security services. What? Only obviously without that, I can't let you talk to him. I see. So I'll have the form, if you have it. It must be in my other jacket. You'd better get it. I'll be back in an hour. 
What's going on? I don't know. Don't start. We haven't got long. Catherine's told me. She's lying. I only found out the little girl was handicapped after I took her pocket money. Eugene, we look after our own. I can't tell you. You understand what's about to happen here. Either Miss Charm comes back in an hour... With an NK-23. Unlikely. I made it up. She arrests you, or we help you. I'm free to go. If you want. Goodbye, then. They'll find you, Eugene. Just tell me it was self-defence. I don't need to know what was going on. That's your business. Just tell me. It was self-defence. Good. Now... Have you got rid of the evidence? I got rid of the hammer uh, and the bloodstained jacket, but both have turned up. I got the buttons from the jacket, but the hammer was found in a rock in 1936 and the body is still in the tunnels. Calm down. Now, tell me what happened. Time window locked five days before. Hello, uh, this is Eugene Mead. Uh, yes, I'd like you to transfer some money for me, please. Uh, yes, it's from an account name of Christopher Larkin. Hello, Eugene. Uh, 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 actually, for, forget that. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah, just, just forget the whole thing. So, sorry to have troubled you. An interesting place to have had a telephone installed in an unused tunnel. Oh, there was a convenient phone point. Here. Almost as if you were in charge of coordinating the electrical installation. So it sounds like you were about to move Christopher's money. Yes, I can see how it sounded like that. So large, these tunnels. Can you imagine what would happen if someone had an accident down here? If they fell and, and wounded themselves? No, now, l- look, I'm not going to try anything. Well, they could bleed out before help came to get them. You wouldn't let me ask any questions. I had assumed that the one that went, uh, Mr. Fry, please can I withdraw my money that I got from illegal dealings during the war? Please, Mr. Fry, please, please, Mr. Fry, can I, can I? Had a fairly obvious answer. Well, not as obvious as you might at first think. Eugene. Eugene. And there I was, thinking, would he say yes or would he say no? I want you to know that this will be a first time for me as well. And I was just sure that you'd be fine with it. Sometimes, sometimes the gods speak to me, in strange ways, admittedly. A few weeks ago, a man came to me and told me that an old stone miner's hammer had been found embedded in rock 300 million years old. And now... Now I find that same hammer lying in a tunnel. I've never killed anyone with a rusting hammer before. No, please, no. no. And I dare say you've never died alone before. Stand still. What what was that? Was that a rat? Did you hear that? Is there someone there? Gone right through. I, uh, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Fry. I, I'm sorry. Oh shit! Oh, Eugene, what did you do that for? I wasn't actually going to. Mr. Fry. Mr. Fry. Are you dead? Bloody hell! It was an accident, Mr. Fry. You're, you're supposed to be a super agent. I only hit you with a hammer, you idiot. Aren't you supposed to block or something? Get up! Get up! <sighs> Shit. Um, 
Mr. Fry, uh, what were you going to do with my body? You ready? Yes, I need some help dragging the body. Is the machine running? Yes. Now, Catherine, we're all party to this, yes? Yes. So what do you want? I want to go home. In return, you never mention this. Never. You understand? Yes. Good. Location, Eugene? 300 million years ago. Somewhere out at sea. A random location. Date locked. Chuck him in. Tallington, episode two. The disappearance of Gerard Fry was written by John Thrower and script edited by Matt Nation and Tim Hounsom and performed by Matt Nation, John Thrower, Lucy Brownhill, Lisa Walsh, Andrew Fletcher, Verity Neves, Tim Hounsom, Harriet Pocock and Rob Dawson. It was edited by Nathan Rowe with music by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com and includes sound effects from www.freesfx.co.uk. It was directed by Matt Nation and produced by John Thrower and Lisa Thrower for We Are Not Alone. For a full list of credits and other paraphernalia, visit our website at www.wearenotalone.co.uk.